Isolated. Good afternoon. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Talking in Cars with DJs. I am Ultimate DJs. I'm your host, and welcome in to the Talking Trek podcast uh, here on this wonderful Sunday. United States Mother's Day, as we were just kind of discussing in Fluffer Time, uh, kind of realized that Mother's Day celebrated differently internationally, but nonetheless, uh, a day of love and respect to all those mommies out there, to all the Star Trek Fleet Command mommies and daddies who have to be mommies and anybody else who has to be mommies. Happy Mother's Day to you, whether you are in the States or abroad, you have my undying love and respect. Welcome in, everybody, as we are uh, as we are gathering, hypothesizing, conspiracy crafting, uh, as we gather to discuss what is happening in the world of Star Trek Fleet Command before maintenance falls this coming Tuesday, an official announcement, uh, a one of, of a couple that have indicated that we've got a maintenance coming this Tuesday. And by all intents and purposes, uh, we kind of assume that the arc may fall on that day. So this is our final episode in between the arcs. Welcome in. I am your host, Ultimate DJs. would like to welcome in uh, everybody who is here. And, of course, in true uh, style of talking in cars with DJs, no special intro music. Although, I, you know, I think, I think that I may actually – uh, lay a track over this. I'm not entirely sure. It just depends. I may I may lay a track over the introduction because I had a really funny request uh, because I have been sufficiently trolled. Ripper, I have been trolled by the Scopely overlords for the last three days as the community has been. We're going to talk about that uh, coming up in just a moment, but would like to welcome everybody in. Uh, the Talking Trek server sound off typically reserved for our studio broadcast, but everybody who is here, welcome. Appreciate you guys being here uh, so very, very much in your, uh, in your, whatever you're doing, whether you're in the car, whether you're hanging out at home, whether you're playing the game, we've got uh, over 225 people listening right now. So thank you. Uh, 228 to be exact, tuned in right now to our episode. So thank you guys so very much for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs and would like to welcome a few of our special guests here today. Uh, we've missed you for the last couple of weeks because work has been absolutely murder for you, my friend. But uh, welcome back. My left-hand man, uh, Gregor, is here. Welcome to the show. Congratulations, level 50 uh, on your level 50 accomplishment, level 50, bro. Uh, Gregor mm-hmm. is here. Gregor, welcome mm-hmm. to the show. How are you, my friend? Woot woot, he says. I'm good, buddy. I'm good. good. Enjoying the Sunday out here in DJ land. <laughs> Enjoying Sundays in DJ land. Also, like to welcome to the stage our uh, right hand man, uh, Big Country. Welcome, Big Country. Appreciate you being here, and uh, thank you so much. How is your Sunday making itself along here? Good, man. Good. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Absolutely. Also, like to welcome our studio technician, our studio engineer here today, Stevens Aaron, for running our audio as he always does for our Talking in Cars episodes. Quite early for you, Stephen. Uh, Stephen's Aaron, it's uh, New Zealand time, what, about 5, 5.15 in the morning? So yes, uh, quarter past six in the morning. Uh, quarter past yeah, six. So early, early, early day for you there in New Zealand. Thank you uh, for being here to run our sound engineering here today. And, of course, uh, resident genius and Talking Trek lead contributor, uh, Criminal Ripper, is here. Welcome, Mr. Ripper. How are you today? Nah. <laughs> meh, meh, oh god, 
I'm good. Just hanging out and emotionless and factually driven. As always, Ripper, thank you very much for being here. Also, uh, I see uh, hiding out here on the stage here, uh, Elcar's administrator, Elcar's 2.0, shout out, uh, Mr. Fartasia is here. Welcome to the show, Fartasia. How are you? Morning. Four a.m. here. Four. Oh, God, that's so bad. I'm so sorry. I thought I was doing an early show as a service to the international players, but uh, a few times, uh, it's just impossible, right, Ripper? It's impossible. It, yeah. For the APAC servers, it's just, it's still overnight. Uh, welcome. V Ready in India. I was going to say, over in India, welcome, uh, V Ready. Appreciate you being here as well. Guys, we got a lot to talk about today and uh, some very, very interesting things that have developed in the game since our last show. Uh, and, and I'm going to give you my perspective on them uh, to begin with. And then I want to open the floor, uh, Gregor, as we talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that we've seen. Uh, not even necessarily in the game, but in the social media space that Scopely occupies. Uh, I don't even remember. Let's see. Today's Sunday. So what? Thursday, I suppose we had something interesting happen uh, on uh, in the game. Rather, uh, some of our research at least appeared to be hijacked. Now, we have seen uh, evidence in the past where Scopely has accidentally leaked things before. Right, Gregor? We've seen research trees be leaked we've seen research names get adjusted we've seen even early access to the primes before uh where they have inadvertently you know made some changes uh into the server side ripper and we've officers. seen some of these things we've seen, yeah officers we saw that at new year's last year we've seen a few things leak into the game accidentally before and uh, and so on this day that was the assumption that was the assumption that uh, some of the researches in the combat tree had been leaked, uh, had been changed, except it was a little bit different. It wasn't the name of a new research. It wasn't the name of, uh, of anything that we would be familiar with. Uh, the verbiage or the text had actually changed to what was eventually decoded by the community as binary text or binary code. Ripper, we saw several different pieces of research that were basically converted to bits, zeros and ones. And at first, this uh, was surprising, but not uh, shocking, I guess, because we've seen mistakes like this happen. So the situation was escalated. The situation was taken to the Live Ops Team Ripper. You and I were both in on that piece of the conversation. And we said, hey, listen, there's something going on. Uh, not exactly sure you know, what it is, but you know, we've got a problem. And Scopely's response to us privately was, we see it, we're looking into it, we don't know what it is. Okay? <laughs> so, now, again, this is also not wildly unexpected, not wildly surprising. We've seen in the past, Ripper, right, where, where the engineering team may make a change, may do something uh, that the ops team isn't aware of. So... The ops team not being aware of this particular change or this thing was not unexpected. However, the communication continued. Folks, we are not sure what happened. This is not a change we made. Uh, please continue to provide reports, continue to re uh, provide data, and we will try to, to track down the source of the change. So here are the content creators, here are the moderators out in the community 
trying to nail it down, right? Ripper trying to figure out, is it client specific? Was it platform specific? But as it turned out, eventually it swept out. It spiderwebbed out and uh, eventually pretty much impacted everybody's games. And this was interesting. Then a member of the community, and I don't even remember who did it originally, somebody recognized that this was indeed a binary message. And the message was decoded as access de-died. <laughs> access de-died, Ripper. All right. It wasn't even like 100% spelled accurately, but the message or the, the intent of the message was clearly that access had been denied. Um, Ripper, I'd like to come to you first because you were one of the earlier ones that were kind of on this and you had expressed some concern, especially since Scopely was disavowing knowledge of this change, right? What? Ripper's making ramen noodles right now, so he is <laughs> No, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm legitimately confused. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the, the, the binary code on the researches, they had changed. And, and so the right. message that was decoded ended up saying access denied. Now, um, this was interesting. This piqued the curiosity of several people, including myself. And, and the, the extra information that I knew was that this was not something that Scopely had intended. All right. The information that was provided to the content creators and the moderators was that they didn't know what this was. So we continued to provide the data. They continued to investigate and and theory crafters on the official discord and here continued to hypothesize, continue to think and and try to figure out what it could mean. As a matter of fact, uh, several players started uh, immediately picking up on the fact that it could be a hint. It could be something that leads us towards an upcoming content arc. I, on the other hand, knowing Scopely and knowing how much big country, I have tried to get them on the hype train over the last year and a half, knows that Scopely doesn't like hype. They don't like promotion. They don't like this form of marketing. They don't like uh, this in the community. And so for that reason... And the fact that they disavowed knowledge, it had me extra concerned because I was fearful of an outside influence. Okay. I, I was. I was. I was slightly concerned that somebody had managed to, uh, you know, invade the servers, that this could be a hack job, that this could be some, some outside influence. That the was Im impacting there. the game. That's right. I was, listen, I'm not, a, I'm not a conspiracy nut. I'm really not. But I was full-fledged bought in that something bad was happening. Uh, 24 hours later, 24 hours later, uh, Scopely still had not provided any communication or any resolution. We still see it in the game. And now we see social media uh, modifications, social media blackouts, if you will. Their Facebook page was hijacked. Uh, images replaced, uh, new images added. Uh, on the official Discord, we saw banners disappear. We saw roles modified. Uh, we saw uh, the entire structure of the Discord. And, and listen, some of you guys can't see all of it like I can, but roles and permissions were changed as if somebody were coming in to wreak havoc. And then we had the official announcement by a brand new account that appeared to be some sort of binary.
Nary Botter that came in and posted something in the official announcements and then just as quickly disappeared. Roles were changed. My, I do not like Mr. Binary Botter. I do not like the new color that you chose for the content creators. Can I just, right? can I, I just feel, oh, yeah, sorry, go please ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, go can ahead. I just throw out a couple? Of, so I had two ideas. We all know panic just quit, right? Is this panic's last like, ha ha scopely? This is, you think, you think is panic this came him in? Throwing his, is this him throwing his monitor across the office? It could it could be, I suppose. Jerry Maguire moment? Yep, could have been. He still he realized he still had access. He came in and, and decided to mess with people a little bit. Um, so that was certainly possible, I suppose. What was your second theory? Uh, this is what happens when you take the lap pack out of the game. You know, the vault of latinum pack was removed. I'm just saying, players, we're missing. <laughs> players were quite upset. Uh, <laughs> players were quite upset that I, I don't think anybody was actually upset. Although it was crazy because people absolutely noticed. Okay. People absolutely noticed, which means you were looking for it. You crazy people. How many people actually noticed that the vault of latinum pack was removed? Uh, red two says absolutely my favorite pack. Uh, I know it's funny. It, it is ironic how many people actually noticed that it was removed, but, uh, nonetheless, but even at this, even yeah, but it's been gone. I think longer than normal. Usually, when it's gone, it's back in a day or two, right? And it's been gone now for like four or five days. Anyway, I uh, I was concerned. I my concern grew because Aries, community manager for Scopely, indicated that he had no knowledge of what was going on. As a matter of fact, his roles also were changed. Uh, he said that he came in. He he actually sent me a PM. No lie. Sent me a PM and said, hey, are you aware of any way that a bot can infiltrate a Discord and, and be able to change roles, to be able to come in as a manager? Listen, we've seen it on the official Discord. Bots come in. They spam people. They send the messages. You know, they come in and they, and they spam in the chat. But to this point, we've never seen a bot be able to come in and actually uh, come in with the manage server type roles to be able to come in and change roles or those types of permissions. So Aries uh, messages me and says, Hey, listen, we've got a problem. All right. You saw what happened in the game yesterday. This individual has now breached our discord. So now I'm fully bought in big country. I am full 100% red alert at this point. We have an intruder. Somebody is attacking Scopely. Somebody has um, Morse code that is in the official discord right now. I have, I have, we'll, we'll continue with that as we move forward. The message, uh, that was posted into the official announcements channel, if I'm not mistaken, was access granted, if I'm not mistaken. So in the research tree, we had access denied. We had access granted posted into the official announcements channel. And I did not know the intent of the messengers, uh, of the messages themselves. I did not know what access granted or access denied. I don't know. I didn't know what it was tied to. And at this point, I'm not thinking that it has anything to do with the ARC, uh, has anything to do with content, because again, Ripper, um, the information that was provided to us as content creators had nothing to do with any of this. We got our ARC. We got our ARC information. 
there is also a Morse code on the, on the voice channel saying all sub sub subspace frequencies are now under control. That uh, happened even today. More I noticed strange. that change today. Yeah. Even more strange. The conspiracy theorists are going even more wild now <laughs> uh, because this happened, I believe, early this morning or maybe overnight last night. Uh, so we have this message, uh, and, and the content creators are all chatting amongst ourselves. Uh, Fartasia, you're in that channel. We have no clue. All right. We were all asking each other, you know, what is actually going on is indeed Scopely under attack. Um, has the game been hacked? Is something going on that we need to know about? Um, this information was discussed and, and chatted about, and Aries came back and said, listen, we're, we're trying to figure everything out. We don't know. We have no clue what is going on at this point. The, um, the content that we were given regarding the upcoming arc had nothing to do with any of this. So I'm even on, listen, you guys can go back and search. I'm on the official Discord being like, guys, uh, I don't think we should rule out the possibility that there's something going on here that we may not be, you know, joking about come a couple of days from now. Like there could be outside influence. There could be uh, something else going on because, you know, listen, it's not in fairness. Somebody says I'm gullible. Somebody says that I'm being trolled. All right, Quackfu says, come on, you guys aren't that gullible. It's pretty obvious. Listen, it might be obvious today, Quackfu, but at, as this was presenting, as this was going on, all right, we did not know. We did not know. And, and let's face it, Farty, don't we usually know? Like Ripper, they don't typically keep secrets from us. All right. Like they may not, ex they may not explain everything fully all the time. Like we may not fully get mechanics and this and that, but when it comes to actual content, when it comes to their plans, when it comes to what they are doing, we typically know, at least we have for the last several months. So could they yeah. be playing even Aries and having him officially put out these messages to try to worry you all? Oh, well, listen, they trolled us. They trolled. I got no doubt that they could have trolled Aries. All right. Because then, yes, the the uh, Morse code announcement comes in. All right. The Morse code announcement comes into the discord. And even yet still, I am not a thousand percent convinced that this was indeed Scopely. All right. But I decode the message anyway. And uh, I do get the message, as you guys have already decoded. It's Morse code. All subs, uh, subspace frequencies are now under control or are under control. At this point, by the way, of course, even since the first day, everybody has been discussing a, a different perspective than me. They have been discussing this has got to be a hint. This has to be um, something that Scopely has done. And so players then began starting trying to figure it out. Players who were not as stressed out as me, players that were... Um, not as worried or not as gullible as you say, Quackfu. <laughs> Players who were not concerned that this was anything less than intentional, right? they began crafting theories. They began trying to figure out what it meant. And there were plenty of theories that came up, and we're going to talk about some of these in a moment. What did it for me? All right, what did it for me, guys? And, and now that I realize that I am a laughingstock, what did it for me is the splash image that came into the game today that says, we need your help. Well, damn it, Scopely. 
Damn it. Because I made a fool of myself. All right. Now, in all fairness, I've said this to you right before uh, Big Country. I've said it before. Um, I've been wrong before. I will be wrong again. It will happen. And I was wrong about this. All right. Because I genuinely was like in the camp that something's going on that shouldn't be going on. And by the way, if Scopely had not put the splash image in the game today that says, we need your help, I would still firmly have both feet planted in the conspiracy camp. Okay? I totally would. <laughs> I, would not have, I would not have intended or believed that this was intended. Now, my number one reason for that, Gregor, my absolute number one. Go ahead. Please ask me. What is the number one reason that I could not possibly believe that Scopely would employ such a ruse? Because the robot has no personality. Because the robot has no personality. I'll go with that. Scopely the machine has never played with us in this way. They never have. As a matter of fact, I have begged for Scopely to play with us in this way. You guys, listen, I am on record. I have been said, I have said on this show before, I would love for Scopely to play games. I would love for Scopely to quote unquote troll us with things in the past. I've said that. And, and, and a lot of people don't, don't agree. A lot of people say that they don't, um, they don't want Scopely trolling, but I, I think, you know, because they say that Scopely hasn't earned the right to troll. Well, you know, whatever. Scopely hasn't earned the right to troll their players. I, that's arguable. I know some people aren't happy with a lot of things that Scopely does, and some people aren't happy with this and that, and, and that's fine. I get that. But I have always maintained that, that an entertainment company, a video game company, uh, should be able to have fun with their people. Okay, that they should be able to come out and and, you know, hey, Gregor, we've said it for the last two years on April Fool's both years. We have been uh, we have expected things to happen. And they never come. Right. Like we've expected some kind of elaborate prank and it and it's never happened. So the fact that Scopely go ahead, you know, what surprised me the most was they actually had a troll pack in the store. Like, that surprised me. <laughs> they did. They did. There was a troll pack launched, everybody, a 1999 American pack for materials. <laughs> it was a troll pack. Um, did anybody buy that? Just curious. Hope not. Anyway, uh, actually, maybe maybe that's the actual troll. Maybe maybe if you buy it, you get like 100,000 Latinum. You never know. We tried it with the Vault of Latinum pack, and that didn't end up panning out. Um, oh no, Purge says three people in my alliance bought it. Mm. Well, did any did, did anything well Zod says a lot of people in my alliance bought it as well. Anything special happen? You know, it's probably one of those where you have to buy ten. You gotta buy ten of them before it actually gives you the prize. It's like a punch card. Please, I'm joking. Don't don't go out there and be like, I've spent two hundred dollars on this pack as DJs told me to. No, I am not I am not saying that. Please don't do it. Anyway, so Oh, it's limit one. Well, that's even more odd. But anyway, nonetheless, nonetheless, Scopely has never bought into the hype. They have never boarded the hype train. As a matter of fact, Gregor, the closest thing that they've ever really come to hype uh, has been the hints between the arcs that we do on this show. Um, and, and what's even more odd 
All right. And and by the way, I wasn't I wasn't lying when I said on the air uh, this past Wednesday that Scopely was keeping this art close to the vest because they did. They still didn't give us our content until late Thursday, like very late Thursday, which is almost an entire week later than what they normally do. All right. We have had very, very little time to get everything prepared. So um, as far as content goes, so they have, and, and by the way, initially, all right, they denied my request for hints between the arcs. And I said, oh boy, I said, guys, we've done this for over a year. This was something that, that we did with ops to, to try to keep players engaged, to try to build a little bit of hype, to try to do something kind of cool. Uh, in between the arcs, right? And they said, yeah, we know, but this one, this one, we're not doing it. Not doing it. So they denied our request, Gregor. I had to beg and plead and kick and scream to get what we got. And it was the most vague hint that we've ever gotten. As a matter of fact, guys, I got a hint for you later on today. <laughs> that is also as twisty and vague as the first one we got. And... I am also on record, Ripper, saying that I like these kinds of hints. I like these types of, of hints that make people think, that, make, that, that are not just outright leaks of information. Like these, they can be interpreted, they can be twisted, just like these hints or these leaks that have come into the game, or come into the social media, that have come into the Discord, and now in the Morse code, and now into the game, just like Scopely has done with these hints, none of these hints are completely apparent. Nothing reveals anything. There is no puzzle to solve that gives you the answer. Everything is open to interpretation. Now, what I have observed now knowing, and by the way, knowing for only the last two hours that Scopely clearly must have intended this, what I can now look back on the last three days and see is players are a buzz, Gregor. Players are talking about this. It's all that's on the Discord. Like, guys, the official Discord has been much less trashy over the last three days. People are, actually, people are actually trying to figure it out. People are talking about their theories. People are talking about what they think it could mean. And I have enjoyed the conversation and I look on the official discord and I know, I, I noticed that there's not a whole lot of, not a whole lot of trash talk. There's not a whole lot of complaining going on right now. People are intrigued. Now, Scopely, clearly you decided to try something new. You tried to hop on the hype train for the first time. Really, legitimately, like they, I know they've done hints before and they've done the roadmap before, you know. Maybe it's, it's Gregor, maybe they've seen response from the official roadmap. Maybe they say, you know, players like to kind of feel hopeful about what's coming. Players like to, to kind of have a little bit of uh, a sense of motivation about what might, they might be working on next. Maybe Scopely saw that. Because the, the messages and the communication that has been going back and forth regarding these 
these hints or these modifications, these actions taken by Scopely have been fun. They've been fun. And, and um, watching people try to solve the puzzle, even trying to solve it myself. Okay? Now, somebody asked me earlier if I could tell you what my theory was for the next arc. No, I can't. I can't. Because I know what the next arc is, so I can't tell you anything. I can't, I can't uh, even theory craft because then somebody's going to twist my words and be like, oh, well, he's intentionally lying or maybe he is telling the truth or this or that and I'm not going to do it. All right. So I do know what's coming and I can't, I can't participate in the theory crafting with you. But here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. And you guys hear me when I say this. All right. Even now, right now, seeing all this on the Facebook, seeing the Morse code message in the voice channel, seeing the blackouts with the icons and, and what they did in the game with the binary code. None of it relates to anything that we know of. I have not connected the dots. All right, Ripper, you are a smarter man than me. So I am not going to ask you if, if, if you've, you know what I will ask you, have you connected the dots? Have you in fact solved the puzzle? Don't give the answer, obviously, but have you connected the dots? Because I have not. I have not been uh, very much um, present during the weekend, so I have Okay, not so Ripper has not solved the puzzle. Folks, I'm here to tell you, despite the fact tried, that... I haven't tried, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Ripper's going to spend three minutes on it. When we come back after break, Ripper has the answer. No, yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, um Listen, all I'm saying is this has been, as a content creator, I am, I'm used to knowing most of, of pretty much everything. This has been fun. This has been fun. And I think that Scopely has, uh, I hope that this was entirely Scopely's intent, was to get the community buzzing. And boy, did they ever. Boy, did they ever. This has been fun. So let's talk for a minute, uh, Gregor. Let's talk for a minute about the theories that we have seen. Okay, it, Smurf, Smurf. I, literally, I, I, I can't. You say DJs. Now that you know the upcoming content, does the oh the my first hint? I thought you meant all this stuff in the game. I was like, literally, I just said I don't know. Uh, does my first hint make sense? Yes, it does. Yep, I, I did. I was able to connect those dots. All right, but I still haven't connected the dots with what we've seen in the Discord. All right, Big Bad Ed says the reality is it's going to be a big letdown. I listen. I don't think so. Big country, big country. You are worldly, world renowned. You are world famous for telling me that I am too much of an optimist. Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of you guys do. A lot of you guys tell me I'm way too optimistic. Uh, when I say something is exciting, when I say something is coming and I feel excited about it, you guys take it with a grain of salt. Fluffy says, well, you're a big old shill. You know what? I, I want to I comment on this. I don't think I'm a shill because I intend to be a shill. I think, as Quack Fu mentioned earlier, uh, I think that I am, um, I think I buy in. 
I think I'm able to be sold. What What is it? The old saying, "Big Country." I was, I was about to say, you know, many things actually sound very great on paper, but if you don't experience them actually happening, you don't actually know how they are. Exactly, exactly. And and listen, if you take implementation out of the last arc, if you take implementation out, the design was actually pretty daggone good. I still say. That. I mean, the bog design okay. wasn't, but you know, that was fundamentally broken. But sure. Sure. But, um, you know, there, there is, you know, design. Dark Menace says, here's, here's me every arc. I'm all in. I am, uh, I'm all in. Okay? I'm, <laughs> I'm all in. Some, I win some, I lose some. All right? I'm a terrible gambler. You're right. I'm a very bad poker player because I do. I go all in all the time. Uh, so <laughs> so it's, it's, it, it, it's a thing for me. You guys know this about me. You guys are all saying this. Quackfu says you're a positive soul. I am a positive soul. Let me define the word shill. Thank you, Stephen Aaron. A shill. Also, a plant or a stooge is a person who publicly helps or gives credibility to a person or organization without disclosing, without disclosing, thank you, Stephen Aaron, that they have a close relationship with that person or organization. Now, I know I've called myself a shill in the past. I'm no longer going to do so because it's actually inaccurate. I am an eternal optimist. Okay, I'm an eternal optimist. I look at what I see and I can get excited about it because I see beauty in it. All right. And maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe I look at something, you know, maybe I look at at, you know, the single sheet of paper that my five year old comes home from school and it's and it's the worst color crayon he could have chosen. And there's no shapes or designs. It's just squiggles. Right. It's just like somebody taking a crayon and just going back and forth, back and forth a hundred thousand times. And, and it's just a big line, scratchy brown blob. And I'm going to look at that and I'm going to put that daggone thing on my fridge. Because while the the while the surface of it may not be the most beautiful thing that anybody's ever seen. I see value in it. I see the labor of love that went into the back of it. I see the look in my kid's eyes when he gives me that, that drawing and he is so proud of it and he wants me to be proud of him. And I am. So, you know, I know not a lot of people are like that. I, I wish that more players of this game could, could look at it from that perspective because I think we'd be a lot less grumpy all the time if we did. <laughs> you know, it See, is about is perspective. Where, but this is where I this is where I think you're viewing it the wrong way. So when you're looking at that picture and you see it from your son, you see the entire thing. You know, when you're talking about this now, there's a photograph, but you only see about twenty percent of it. So you don't see all of it yet. You have to wait for it to be rolled out and we all go through it and then you get the entire picture. So I, for me, it's always hard to get excited when I only see 10 or 15 or 20 percent because I, I've often, you know, when I've looked at the picture before and I get all of it, you know, some of it is not very good. And that's fair. And I've and I've been brought back. I've had reality checks as hard as anybody. I mean, I have. Listen, hey, what, was it, what was it we did last month, Ripper? My video said, hey, great news, everybody. Ticketed events are coming back, and they're going to be like February. 
<laughs> oh, my God. Could that have been any further from the truth? Listen, I am capable of taking a punch to the gut. Okay? I'm capable. And, and maybe the thing is, maybe, big country, I don't learn. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's a fool me once, fool me twice kind of thing. Maybe I don't learn. Maybe I am the perfect content creator because Scopely knows I ain't ever going to get mad, except I have. And Blue says that, uh, Blue says that, that I am a, a shill, that I am a plant. Well, Blue, I don't, I, listen, you and I have talked a lot on the official Discord. I don't know if I buy into that. And I, don't, I don't know if that's a fair statement for you to make. You say I get paid to be a promoter. That's actually not at all true. Scopely pays me nothing. And if you're talking about what the community supports me, then, then that doesn't make any sense either. Because why wouldn't I, why, why would I promote something that comes from Scopely if the community is the one paying me? And if you're talking about YouTube, well, that's just laughable. I have a real job, sir. Thank you. Okay. So, shill is probably not the right word. I'm not a plant. And you guys completely know about my relationship with Scopely. There's nothing hidden there. All right? But I am, I, I, I do have a permanent set of rose-colored glasses. I, I, think, I think that's fair. And so, when I see something um, like I have seen for the next arc, it does bring me hope. It does bring me excitement. It does bring me uh, good feelings. Because it's new. Because I can see that it's supposed to be good. Now, if, if it comes out and it's not good, I'm going to be disappointed. And I've said this a, a gazillion times. I've said it to you a gazillion times. I'm disappointed in this. I don't like that. The implementation of this was terrible. I mean, it's not like you guys have never heard those words come out of my mouth. <clears throat> I've said those words many, many times. But... I still come back, and, I, and you're right, Big. When I look at the design, I have not seen any milestones. I have not seen any objectives. I have not seen any of the, of the requirements, so to speak, for these events. They could be wildly out of control. The clueless one says, don't you get insider knowledge and early access uh, to information? Absolutely. Information I get. I, I don't I don't get stuff like I don't get paid I don't get packs uh, I mean except for when I have I've told you guys about some of the stuff I've gotten but no that's it I get information which I love information Gregor you and I've talked about it before I love information <laughs> I do love information I, I like I thrive on information I love having it I love being able to share it I love teaching it I love thinking about it and breaking it down all right. So um, anyway, that is uh, that is, I guess, what I have to say about about what's coming. Now, that being said, that being said, there has been a lot of theories based on what's coming. And that's why I think that this particular set of actions that Scopely has has taken, I think, are ultimately a success. This level of hype without any leaking of anything, this level of hype has accomplished its goal. Everybody is theory crafting over what is coming next. Everybody has theories. And by the way, there's not one there's not one theory. There's not one clear answer. Okay? There's not one pure uh, 
uh, one defined solution. Okay? Mass tech. You're killing me, man. You're killing me. All I'm saying is, all I do is, is tell you what I do. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man. I'm a person. All I do is tell you what I see, what I feel. You guys can go with it. I've never told you how to feel. You guys do that on your own. Okay. So I will say, I will say, like the last what eight, eight months now with the roadmaps and the updates and the dev chat stuff and the and the interviews, they've gotten a lot better and more engaged with the community. So that's good. I feel like it's been good. So let's let's talk about some of the engagement that we have gotten. All right. Let's talk about. Uh, let me go over here to my notes. Let's talk about some of the theories that have come out, and I'm sure some of you guys have seen this. And uh, moderators, if you'd like to invite a few people to the stage to talk about their theories. Uh, I would very much like to talk about those at this time. So, uh, even in this chat, uh, we have seen people talk about Discovery Arc 2, or Discovery Season 2, rather, with Control. As a matter of fact, that theory seems to have gained some steam today with the Morse code messaging that the subspace frequencies are now under control. Uh, this has been one of the biggest ones I've seen is Discovery Season 2. Um, another one that I have seen is V'ger from the original motion picture. V'ger, and, and, and to be honest with you, someone's going to have to explain that one to me. I've seen, <coughs> excuse me, I've seen this one talked about several dozen times. I don't, I don't actually understand it. So someone's going to have to fill me in on that one. Uh, of course. V'ger was a speeded up Morse code kind of message that they were spent saying Oh, okay. So, all right. I had forgot about that. So V'ger, that was the message that was transmitted across the cos the causeway was, uh, was in Morse code. Yeah. It's Morse code, but it's speeded up to a, a degree that it was understood. So that's why that go and search for it, find it. And then, oh, yeah. okay, cool. All right. I actually didn't know that. That's very interesting. All right. Uh, or I didn't remember that rather. So, Obviously, and you guys are posting about it in the chat right now, another theory has just simply been the binars from uh, TNG. All right, we've seen, uh, of course, all the ones and zeros in the game and, and uh, from, the, from the botter in the Discord, so we've seen that. We've seen Section 31 references, uh, again, related to control and related to the hacking and the, and the subterfuge, if you will, the... the um, down low or the unexplained or you know this is just happening and just go with it because section 31 is pulling all the all the uh, strings behind there uh those are some of the most prominent ones that i have seen uh those are the most prominent uh uh theories i guess that i that i've seen so i would be curious uh to know if you guys have anything different and to talk a little bit about what it is that we've seen out there and uh and let's formulate an opinion as our community Let's formulate our prediction and just know that I'm not going to participate. <laughs> but I'd like to know what is the Talking Trek community's uh, flat out? What is the final vote, the final tally? What is uh, the expectation for next arc? Gregor, let's start with you. All right, let's start with you. Uh, you've seen the theories that have been, that have been uh, pumped out there. Okay, you've seen everything out there. And by the way, there, there's a couple more here, uh, real quick, Gregor. Blue Mandalorian says, uh, listen, let's get back to the story that we have already experienced. Given all the code, given the hacking, could it not be MUD's rogue AI? I am on record telling you that I fully expect that that AI could come back into the game. 
You know, you guys told me she had been decompiled, and I said, I believe she survived. That AI is still out there, okay? So I like that theory, Blue Mandalorian. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Mixie says we're getting lower decks. <laughs> that would be, that would be, uh, I wonder if that would be a fun arc. I th could that be a fun arc, Ripper? Have you watched Lower Decks? Could that yeah. actually be a fun arc? Because I think it probably could be. It could be as about as off the walls and, and yeah, weird and be. sideways I as mean, it could be. I have to, I have to think about like, what kind of game mechanics you could introduce for that one. It would have to be wacky. It would have to be completely yeah. unorthodox. Very, very exaggerated and very, very different from anything we've ever done. I don't know. It would be cool to see. Um, let's see. I have, I have to go with the. Uh, I have to go with the, the uh, binar episode. Like that makes the most sense. I don't know. I don't know what the else. Bin, I be. mean, the binars do make a lot of sense. Um, you know, as as much as we've seen with the zeros and the ones, and then the botter and all that stuff. But um, if if I'm trying to tie it all together, and and forgive me for being um, the voice of dissent or or devil's advocate here, but how does everything tie together with the binars? I don't see a correlation to the video message that was on the Facebook, and I don't see a connection to Morse code. So can, can anybody tie it all together? Let's start there. Can anybody actually tie everything together? All the hints, all the leaks. Is there one solution that, that addresses everything? Because I don't, I don't know that there is. Which is probably why the, the hints have been good, right? I just said there was no clear answer. Maybe there's not a clear answer. But does anybody have any kind of theory or anything that ties together all of them? Mm, staying very quiet. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I don't know, man. Q. Q did it all. Q did it all. <laughs> They, you know, that's probably about the only logistical way you could tie all that together would be Q. Um, yeah, Blue says uh, V'ger actually makes a ton of sense. Um, that one that one is one of uh, that I've seen a lot of that would tie to the original series. That could indicate that we've got another original series arc coming if this was something related to V'ger. Um, so, you know, that that is possible as well. Of course, I keep you uh, I keep you. Uh, connected with control. You know, actually, I, I did see, and, and of course, maybe it's just, you know, some complainers. I actually enjoyed that particular storyline from Discovery. I enjoyed it more than some of the other storylines that we've seen. I've liked the, the, the control storyline. Um, some people said that they didn't really like that, that story from Discovery. I thought that was a lot of fun. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing a Discovery arc with control as our villain you know i mean if it was who played control it's gabriel Lorca. maybe that'd be a way to get some Lorca shards back into the game maybe just saying um so that would be that would be interesting gregor uh, uh what are your thoughts big country give me your thoughts give me your opinions it wasn't control it wasn't Lorca who played control it was the other guy head of section 31 what no it was Lorca. Oh no! Wait, it wasn't Lorca. It wasn't. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm totally wrong. I'm totally wrong. That's right. It was the bald guy. Lorca was yeah. season one. Sorry. I'm. Yeah. Section 
So maybe maybe that gives some credence to the Section 31 argument. Sorry, I know. I, I Wait, that was a fan fail on that one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, hey, Blue says the control arc he field was rushed in Season 2 of Discovery, but had a very intriguing storyline. And they did, everybody, take over subspace. Thank you, Blue. Thank you for that. There's a tie-in to our Morse code hint. All right. Now we got two tie-ins to Discovery with just the Morse code hint. All right. Very, very interesting. Don't forget about the hint that I provided in our official announcements here a while ago with my play on letters and wordplay. You guys had uh, come up with some theories there and said that that word, which, by the way, I never admitted to nor denied. You apparently solved that message, uh, solved that word puzzle for the word discovery as well, supposedly. All right. So uh, that could potentially play in to uh, this control story. Very, very possible. Okay. Could be. Maztec says it's between seasons and a background story parallel to TOS for discovery could happen. Could make sense. All right. Lucky Scotty is saying, man, I, I keep going back to all the binary code. This code was the episode title. Uh, and you're talking about the holodeck episode with Riker, with Minuet, and the Binars. That's exactly what Gregor just said. Um, so very well uh, could tie in there, because that was all one episode. Riker was essentially falling in love in the span of a few hours on the holodeck with a hologram named Minuet, who was specifically programmed for Riker by the Binars to keep him distracted while they took over the ship. All right. And again, all coming back to that one episode uh, that Gregor is citing here. Big country. Let me come to you, buddy. What do you think is coming next? I think, uh, you know, like in our discord uh, and think they were talking and a lot of people do seem to think it's next gen stuff. Uh, But uh, I I kind of I I think it's more of the discovery, too. I think they're going to play that a little bit more and save the next gen for a little bit later to kind of like, you know, I don't want to say drag it out, but obviously create more content and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, play that trump card later. Because I think there is going to be a lot of excitement around next gen. So I feel like that's going to be bigger, bigger than what they're doing now. Well, I would say that I would say that just – like it doesn't have to be just one thing, right? Because they got to make it make sense in the storyline, and we've been in Kelvin's storyline, and so to change to TNG storyline, like maybe they're going to take pieces from multiple things, right? To make that storyline blend, it doesn't have to be just one thing. I would almost be concerned by trying to blend storylines. I think as fans, we would be slightly intolerant of something maybe, like that. Maybe we'll find out yeah, so, that, that yeah, everything we've right. been in. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out everything we've been in so far is just the holodeck in the original series, <laughs> in the TNG series. Is that is that how they get us out? Is that how they get us out of the right. Kelvin trap? Uh, they yep. put they they or put us back into Moriarty. the prime. That's what we are. <laughs> that is great. Now that's a very far fetched theory, a very far fetched theory, but I love it that the entire time we've spent in the game up to this point 
has been a holodeck uh, program, and that legitimately could explain how we get out of the Kelvin timeline. I like it. That is crazy. That's absolutely freaking nuts, but I like it. All right. I don't think it's, I don't think it's nuts. You, you could buy into that? You think that we've been no, living in a, in a holodeck for the last two years? Enterprise series was in the holodeck. The Enterprise series, what? Like Enterprise you look at the, you look at how the Enterprise series ended in the last season. It, it actually ended in the holodeck with Riker. What well, ended in the holodeck because Riker was? It wasn't like that. The whole series happened in the holodeck. Riker, Riker was no. was revisiting history. Like he was trying to gain perspective for his own diplomatic mission. You know that that's Correct. what yeah that's what was there. Uh, I don't I don't think that Enterprise like happened in the holodeck. I think that, that that episode was a way to provide a little bit of continuity that allowed you to tie a couple of properties together and allow, you know, and, and to explain that that episode, that was history. That was an account of what had happened and, and Riker was observing it for his own, you know, his own uh, growth and development for an assignment that he had. Uh, it was a great episode, by the way. I really enjoyed that as a finale, uh, because I, I obviously, you know, enjoyed the fandom when, you know, Riker and Troy were there and, uh, and it connected the properties for me. So that was kind of nice. Um, I want to go back to what big said or, or what Gregor said a second ago. Now, um, the, the theory that we've been living in, in the holodeck, I, I'm okay with that. What I think I would, I would draw a line in for me would be, would be mixing properties. You know, like I, I know that we've we've been dabbling with the other properties that have come in, but I, let me just real quick take the pulse of the community. If you took this next singular arc and you mixed two properties, is that something that the fan base would tolerate? Nope. I, I, I think that I would not be happy about something like that. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on how they pulled it off. But I, I don't know that I would be real happy with something like that. Let, let me, Big, let me get your reaction to that uh, right here in just a second. Ripper, you said no. Uh, can you elaborate on that just a second? Do you think it's a good idea for Scopely no. to try to introduce multiple properties at the same no, time? No, I think that's too complicated and going to end up in a mess. End up in a mess how so? You mean content-wise or story-wise? Yeah, or both. I mean, you know, I don't know. Too many differences. Okay. Doesn't mix well. All right. Uh, big country. Let me come to you. Uh, regarding Gregor's perspective, how would you feel about Scopely mixing properties within a single arc? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I guess it's, it's just a video game that we're playing. So if the, you're a fan, the story, you're, yeah, you're a fan. <laughs> but, oh, true. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't think that it would make sense, but it's still just a video game at the end of the day. So I guess. But no, nah, I don't think I would like it. No, I don't. I don't think I would either. I don't think I would either. Okay, uh, Snow Snow's just giving it a thumbs down. Uh, appreciate uh, appreciate you guys uh, chatting. And again, I can't I can't watch a ton of the chat, but I saw the thumbs down. Thank you for that. Um, <clears throat> so let's uh, let's go back. Uh, let's talk a little bit more. Blue was commenting a minute ago that he that he feels in his gut that it could be a definite strong connection to uh discovery i like that gregor is on record now saying that he he feels pretty strongly that it's going to be a tie-in 
to the Binars. Okay, uh, Gregor, or uh, sorry, Big Country, uh, demonstrating his um, his feedback not only from his alliance but himself, saying that the alliance kind of unilaterally thinking that it's probably TNG, but him leaning more towards Discovery. What about some of you guys? Okay, let's uh, Ripper. What do you think? Uh, and then we're going to open up the floor and see if I can get maybe like V Ready or or some other folks to come up and, and talk about what they what they think is coming. Ripper, uh, do you have? And and I may listen. I'm if you don't want to answer this because like I, well, you know what? I probably shouldn't. I said that I wasn't going to give my opinions because I know I can't. So I give can't an answer. Yeah, you can't give an opinion. I I got to take you out of it. V Ready, what you think, buddy? No, basically some things say it's TNG. Some things say it's. Uh... Something to do with Section Thirty One, so it's actually I have no idea. I mean, so I'm I'm in two minds. I would actually like a Section Thirty One. If it's like if the whole theme of the black and all, actually, it'd be really cool. Let me let me touch on that. All right, so we're talking about discovery. <clears throat> we're talking about discovery and control. Are you indicating that you are linking control with Section Thirty One, or is something else pointing you yeah, to Section Thirty One? Control is basically <clears throat> Section Thirty One, or it could be a Part, partly Section 31, partly control. I don't know. It, it could be interesting. Okay, so, um, and that would not make, you know, that would not be marketing-wise, business-wise, that wouldn't be the worst decision ever. Uh, as uh, we do have, aren't, aren't we in production right now on a Section 31 series? Or was that canceled? I don't know if it's canceled, but they were supposed to have start one, actually. That I was knew very they much... Were, they were, uh, the, the info on Section Thirty One is very thin. They, they, it's not in production. Oh, so okay, so they're not necessarily moving very quickly with that. I know Strange New Worlds is is moving ahead very well, but I didn't know if, if Section Thirty One was gonna was gonna move that way or not. Maztec says yes, uh, apparently still alive, but uh, not releasing until twenty twenty two. So yeah, we got a little now, while. Got a little one while. One thing, I, the reason I raised my hand was. You know, they already have mixed things. Uh, the Borg uh, is from Next Generation. So having the Borg introduced with the, the Kelvin timeline like we had, they've already mixed stuff. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, no, but actually, I, that's not true. <clears throat> because Borg is also there in Enterprise. I just rewatched Enterprise because I was thoroughly bored because I hurt my leg. There's actually well, an episode where Borg is there. But he's not wrong. He's he's not wrong in that the Borg, at least as far as we know in the Kelvin timeline, the Borg have never been encountered, uh, at least with within the story parameters that we have been using in this game. So he's right in the fact that the Borg have been introduced, and that is a a cross universe kind of story or a story that is non canon, a story that never happened. So I I'm okay with with that. You know, him saying that that is something that, uh, you know, has already been across universe. I think what I was referring to was like, hey, do we do we introduce do we introduce characters? Do we introduce officers and stories from DS9, Voyager and TNG all in the same arc? And that's kind of what I was driving at with no, that. Like, do you do you want to see a dump of content or do we want to see an intricate woven story potentially no, that would just kill it i mean they can't have three different uh, ones in the same arc that doesn't make any sense i can see them mixing certain properties like you could mix ds9 and, and the next generation but you couldn't put voyager in that 
and well, yeah, you could because because Voyager premiered via DS Nine. They were all kind of connected. They were. They ran and they ran at the same time. For example, uh, TNG, and and the way that I always like to tie this together is, um, you know, uh, TNG's uh, Lieutenant Barkley was a crucial part in establishing communications and bringing Voyager home. Um, you had, um, you know, uh, Picard making reference to Admiral Janeway once she had returned. I mean, they are the same timeline. They're not even, it's not even that they're, that they're in the same timeline, but they're the same era. All three of these properties happened at the same time. You had Worf, uh, you know, Worf in DS9, who basically essentially transferred from TNG. You had, um, uh, crap, transporter pattern. Uh, or trans transporter pattern, uh, transporter chief O'Brien, all right, who was a central part of DS9, who came from TNG. So uh, you've got these characters. I mean, it, it's not a stretch to imagine that their stories could intertwine because they were from the same era, same thing, simultaneous events. Yeah, it was why it actually dies in the in the when actually Picard has become the bomb. If you remember the first episode. Well, that was a flashback. That, that was a flashback. The, the beginning of, of uh, DS9 had yeah, a flashback to Wolf 359. Yeah. Oh, Wolf 359. Yeah, that was a flashback for Cisco. But yeah. at the same time, you in the introduction of DS9, of course, you had Wolf 359, and then you had Jean-Luc Picard sitting there and giving uh, Cisco his commission as commander of Deep Space Nine. So, uh, you know, again, all these things. And, and by the way, I'll point out, we didn't have an aging Picard. We still had the young, and, and not an admiral either. We had Captain Picard give Cisco his commission right there on uh, in, in the ready room of uh, of the Enterprise. So it, it was it was all simultaneous stuff. Um, My only concern all... is if they tackle TNG, man, they better get it right. Because if it's anything like the last few months, whew, that's like such an iconic series. I know, I know. And, okay, and, but, and but, but if, if you look at Discovery after at the at the introduction of Discovery, that was done quite well, right? The content was okay, the ship was okay, the officers were okay, and when um, the idea to introduce the the instant uh, like warp was also cool. So if they will do the TNG, for example, in the same way that they dis did Discovery, I think that's going to be a success. It's interesting that you, Emperson, say that that way. And, and the reason, <laughs> and, and hang on, and, and because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying this with reverence, but it's interesting. Ripper, you and I said on the last show that when, when bad things happen, it overshadows the good, right? Mm -hmm. Like, People are angry. People have the pitchforks, and they miss the fact that you know, hey, the Frank A is actually a good ship, or the biotic refinery is a is a great thing. We 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 tend to to tap that down because we want to scream about the Borg, for example. However, Emperor Sun is giving us a perspective that crazy enough, I have actually heard more than one player say, and it makes me chuckle, Ripper, because he just said that the Discovery arcs were good. But I go back, and I'm thinking, okay, what did we hate about Discovery Arc 1? Burst events, okay? Burst events were literally delayed by two and a half, three, uh, by, well, not two and a half, two, uh, what, the first 10 days 
because of a mechanical failure, right? And this is what Gregor's talking about. If TNG comes out, it has to be five-star, okay? It has to be good. You can't delay an arc by 10 days because something doesn't work right, okay? This arc has to be spot on. Gregor's right. Now, it's interesting that six months later, we can come back and say, and you know, Ripper, I'm going to be really curious to see six months from now what Big Country and Gregor say about the Frank A. You know, is it, are they going to remember that, that the dailies were a pain in the butt when it first came out? Or are they going to say, you know what, this is really helping my gameplay? You know, and it's impossible to answer that question right now, but it's interesting to hear me say that that you love Discovery because that arguably Discovery R2 was arguably, as far as tech goes, one of the worst implemented arcs of all time when it but came to as far, as far as the game mechanic, as far as Discovery, it, it is it is one of the most useful ships I have right now. And it is the same thing with the Franklin A. I don't care that the Borg uh, part was... Yeah, I don't want to use the bad words right now. But I care about Franklin A and the biotics, which speeds up my gameplay. I mean, I can build buildings like uh, every 10 or 15 days that I, I was not able to build before without a lot of raiding of people or, you know, let's, I don't let's, know, investing a lot of money. Let's not go too far into Franklin A. I feel like we've it's a different experience at different levels. And it is. I have a lot of heartburn with that still. Yeah, he does. And 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 I've represented your perspective on that. I I, I have continued to to remind uh, people that it's that it is not all roses uh, at at all levels. There's still a, a problem or two here with it. Uh, and and that's kind of what I, I say when I when I go back to the burst events and discovery. Granted, yes, you know. And even Ripper said, if you look at the feature of this arc, all right, and and Gregor. I, I bet you, you well, you have said to me, it's not the Frank A itself. It's not the biotics. It's not the resources. You're happy with all those things. What's unhappy, what's making you unhappy, is your inability to get to those things for, for a paywall. As same thing as what, as what Big Country said. Your inability to get to those things at a reasonable level as compared to other players in this game. So is that an implementation problem or is it a problem with the feature itself? I got no issues. Gregor or Big Country will tell you. Discovery, you know what? Let's come back six months later, Big Country. Is it still, are you still going to say that it's not the best ship in the fleet? Because I know <laughs> you use it. You use it literally yeah. almost all day, every day. Every event store, you buy as much mycelium as you can get. All right. You have, you have shown me before where you're holding north of 2 million mycelium because you jump everywhere. True or false, best ship in the fleet? Uh, it's not the I mean, like I said, it's it's one of the, you know, important ships in the fleet. I don't think you can say best or worse. You know, I, I, I'm never, I'm never over the top. I'm never, you know, down the bottom. I'm always just like, you know, looking at the big picture. So I think it's an important ship, and I, I like its feature, and I think it's a a must-have, you know, but just I don't know if I would say it's, 
you know, more important than the Stella or more important than the Madar or more important than the Jelly. You know, I think it's it's a great ship, and I'm glad that it's in the fleet. Okay. Now, to this point, I want to come back, and I want to to ask you now, in your hindsight, what do you remember about the Discovery arcs? <laughs> Uh, the same thing that I remember about the last couple of arcs, that there was errors in implementation. There was, you know, some blunders that happen, you know, as we, you know, roll things out, you know, so there's just like every arc, there's good things that come out of it and there's bad things that, that come out of it. And, you know, I'll say this, the same type of mistakes that were made during that arc. Hmm. I think they were made during the last arc. Correct me if I'm wrong. Milestones, points, payouts. Yeah, it's you know, it's the same, you know, so lag delayed events. <laughs> you know, lag. it's, it's uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean it's uh you know, those and those things are you know, like we've talked about before. And I don't wanna, you know, always sound like the guy that's being the the Debbie Downer as you guys say, but I mean <laughs> these are these are realistic things that are happening. And like I said, because they're ongoing issues, you know, I think it's dangerous. You're getting dangerously close by losing customers if these things don't get fixed, you know, and and I would like to see them get fixed because I don't want to see the community shrink. If if a new, Gregor, to your comment, you said, that uh, if the next arc were to be uh, TNG, that it has to be spot on. Would you say to Scopely that any of the remaining properties can't be spot on? Because I, I think from, from Big Country's perspective, we're just ti- it doesn't matter what the property is. We're just tired of seeing these types of errors. We're tired of seeing these types of Im- implementation. I, I, um, feel like, I feel like Ting is is too is not a thing first of all <laughs> i was trying to get you to say it yeah. so i feel like it's so iconic that they really can't mess it up man uh, it's gonna it's gonna annoy a lot of people if they mess that up i mean if you've got milestones run it by your content creators if you got payouts run it by your content creators it's not going to hurt anything and it's going to keep a lot of problems out and uh and it needs to be something more than a new set of officers right i mean that is probably the series that got everybody that is interested in Star Trek Fleet Command or in this game into Star Trek was probably that series. A lot of this community, I think, has grew up with that series or it's based in that series. So just don't mess it up, man. Just don't mess it up. And and don't Defin- make it don't make it too thin. Right? Don't make Definitely. it like a bunch of just TNG officers. It's gotta be more dynamic than that, bigger than that, and oh. change the game enough that it's like feels like a big expansion in right. a way. Definitely you know, like, my first series point. I watched, right? Yeah, that was what I was going to say. It's it's the one that I, like, I watched that before I saw TOS. You know, I seen, I could quote all the next-gen movies. I have all seven series, you know, on DVDs and, you know, got them when they came out. I mean, it was, you know, that was the one that I grew up on. And I think to what Gregor's saying, that's probably one that, the majority of the community would say that's the same thing. That's the one that, you know, you know, tends, tends to be the one. And I did like, for me, I saw that one before I saw the original series. And let's be honest, like even when the discovery ship came out, was it controversial? 
not like the Franklin A has been and not like some, like the Sarko has been and not like other ships. If you're going to introduce something, just don't make it controversial, man. Just make it a good all-around bonus to all players in all good ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, just run this stuff by, talk to your community, talk to your content creators or whoever signed NDAs, get their feedback, make sure it makes sense. Do you think that maybe it would be better if TNG was introduced incrementally, but well, as opposed to all at once and poorly? Yeah, dude, it doesn't have to be rushed. I mean, shoot, we've seen, what, four four month arcs, I think, was the longest one so far. And so you've got plenty of runway. It's better to do it right than to just put, again, I think if they just take feedback from the people that have signed NDAs, they will head off a lot of issues like the Sarko and some of these other things, right? Even even the Discovery is great, uh, except the mycelium limiting. You know what I'm saying? Like, great, you got a ship. A lot of people can't get enough or can't store enough or can't refine enough. Or, you know, if, if they're spending all their event loot like big on gathering mycelium, then they're not spending it on other things maybe they want to spend it on. So, I mean, whatever, that's doesn't really matter. I'm just saying if they do TNG, they better get it right. Yeah, okay, so yeah, I guess me, maybe, maybe, yeah, uh, Anubis, go. Oh, uh, yeah, me personally, I'm tired of seeing too many focused specialty ships. Like, Discovery is a taxi, uh, the Stella is for uh, Augment Space, the Franklin's for Swarm Space. I would rather see like a Voyager or Enterprise that is that in that gap between, uh, G3 ships and G4 ships that, yeah, might have a specialty option on it. Have it be a regular ship that everyone says, yes, I can get the Enterprise D and have it be a basic G4 ship. That, yeah, it's like, well, they might might be over it, but it's not going to be something that is super overpowered. Have it be a useful ship. The only... The only argument that I've got with something like that is is a, um, it's kind of been against against my nature. Like my my opinion is a little bit different uh, in that I feel like the ships that we've got and the power and stuff that we've already got and the game is so expensive with base materials and resources that that I really actually liked the skins idea. I even feel like that was was too little uh, in its implementation. I, I agree with. Snake Eyes a great deal there. Like that should have been a little bit more deep. Should have been a little bit more accessible uh, with some of the skins there to to, to develop some of these other ships. But uh, I still, man, I tell you, we've got players still every day trying to save and spend and upgrade the ships that they've got. You know, which is why Ripper and I have always said, guys, is extra currency like the devil? Because if you're already tapped if you're already too thin on what you need then why would we want more content that costs the same stuff and and so to that point i go back and i say you know somebody like even here in the chat is saying well the discovery is just an just a taxi it's just an uber yeah but i mean i've used the crap out of that thing you know it has changed my gameplay uh even in how i'm able to do armadas guys uh the skin event, <clears throat> the uh, the uh, Stella skin event, I, I ran two Stellas and a Disco. Like, that was my three ships, and I was mining with the other two. But those were the three that I used for that 48-hour period. That was it. 
all right? The disco to get me to get me there back quickly so I never missed a timer, never missed an armada. That is arguably an extremely important ship, all right? The Vidar, I don't think there's any argument there, extremely valuable long-term, all right? Even the Stella, we've talked about the uh, outlaw uh, research tree. The outlaw research tree, decent, all right? I, I don't rank it as my favorite because it costs resources and materials, all right? But it's got some good research in there. So, you know, all these ships. Now, I, I'll, I'll agree with you on the Sarko. Sarko was trash. Just straight up garbage, dumpster fire, horrible. Okay? So, but these other event ships, for the most part, they've got, I would, I would almost even argue that the Botany Bay is, is down there near the bottom of the list. I know that it makes the acquisition of that material important, but there's, I don't feel like there's any direct, like direct gain. Like, like, okay. The directives for exchange space, they didn't have to cost data. You know what I'm saying? They could have cost something else. They could have cost raw crystal. They could have cost raw gas. Like it didn't have to cost data. The only reason the botany bay is relevant is because of the directives for exchange space. Anybody want to agree, disagree? Yeah. I mean, what do you spend? What do you spend data on? You do get uh, independent credits too with it. You can buy uh, augment credits and then use that to buy new independent credits in the augment store. Yes. Good way to max con. Good way but, to max con. Okay, and and I agree for the augment tree. You can get the original augments where Khan lived. Agreed. But and that would be it. That would be you it because, hang on, in the, in the exchange tree, why would it cost data? I mean, that was, even at that time, Gregor, that was a weird you connection need, for um, me. Why um, did it cost data? data? You need, you need the data in the rogue, the rogue store as well. Well, I know, but why is what I'm saying. Why I did they see them using data? data in this new store when you're talking about augmenting the with this new hologram, corrupted data, pure data. I can see that somehow tying in right now. Well, maybe they do find a way to make the Botany Bay a little bit more relevant. I, to me, that's that's one of my least favorite things to do in the game. I, I know that it's required for, for the exchange tree, but why? That could have cost anything. Why did they make well, it data? They could have made it more security keys. That would have at least been you know pertinent to that arc. Why did I have well, to go narratively, back and get data? Narratively, they tied Khan to mud. So, yeah, they said well, it was a joint thing. So they tied. Well, the I know, I know, and I never really liked that particular integration. I did not like the fact that data was now. It was like they were taking a, a last ditch effort at revitalizing data by making it required for exchange, and I did not like that because I still don't like data. All right. But, um, you know, all that being said, you know, some event ships, some have extremely valuable uh, long term plays and yeah, and one or two of them don't. Agreed. Go ahead, Gregor. Uh, I was going to say, like, for me, that's the Botany Bay. Like I have three. I think that's a good starting place uh, because you can do so much overnight mining. With those things, you can get so much uh, so much of the augment data quickly, so that you're doing your max stuff all the time. Like I think Botany Bays is, are fantastic event ships. 
for those that might, uh, if you don't care. But go, going back to might. the th going back to the theories, what can come next? What if it's an extension of augment space and of augment, I would say, theme? How do you how do you connect the dots? Uh, how do I connect the dots? The first thing is like uh, we had the refresh of uh, we had the refresh of Borg. We had the refresh of uh, of uh, like Vidar Vidar things. We had the refresh of Franklin stuff. Maybe it's time for the refresh of the of the augment space. It connects with the data, anything related to the data. So corrupted data, encoded data. It would connect the dots probably, but it's a little bit of stretch. Maybe. I um I guess I can see that, although I I would not be in favor of that. I at this point, yeah, you know what? I'll say this, Gregor. And actually I just saw this in the chat here just a second ago. Somebody said, Why don't they just tell us? Well, A, here's here Empress, and if they went back and did a rehash of Augment, I'm gonna be mad disappointed based off all based off what they've done for the last three days, based off all the hype, all the conversation. Too much hype. Yeah, Agreed. all the, okay. hacking, the hacking the Discord and then, you know, all this and all that. Now, listen, if this is the first time it happens and and even if the art comes out, it's not what we expect it to be. But Scopely continues to play with this kind of idea moving forward, then I'm totally down for the puzzles. All right. I'm totally down for solving the puzzles. But this is unparalleled to anything we've ever seen Scopely do. To me, it feels like whatever the arc is had better be equal to that that amount of importance. You know, B one. Um, it should be big. It should be big. Whatever it is, it should be massive. All right. Whether it's TNG, whether it's DS nine. I know a lot of people. Some people don't like Voyager. I personally really liked Voyager. Okay. Whether it be TNG, Voyager, DS nine doesn't matter. Okay. It should be huge, and it should be perfectly executed and like gregor says it needs to be perfect scopely is setting a precedent here by actually hyping something and by the way to the person saying that why don't they just tell us well this is as close as they've ever come and i am actually digging it look at what has happened over the last 96 hours okay People are talking about it all over. It's all over Facebook. It's all over the official Discord. It's all over my Discord. We're doing an entire show about nothing. <laughs> There's no content here, people. We're not teaching anything. There's no information. We're doing a whole show based on what they are playing with, what they're toying with. This is as much hype as they've ever allowed themselves to have and it's working rev did a great video rev uh, it, that video was was phenomenal okay i really appreciated that and uh and it's been all over the discords and it, here we are we're doing an entire podcast literally about absolutely nothing concrete this is working from a marketing perspective this is working so i hope they continue to do it yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I, we're all kind of waiting to see and how how to evaluate it because they've never done anything like this before, right? So we don't know the yeah. content. Are they actually teasing a new arc? Is it just random community engagement? Like what? Or is it a feature they're trying to tease? Or or we don't really understand the context yet because they've never done it. But I think after we understand the context, 
then it'll give us a basis for for this stuff in the future. I agree. We're a little bit off kilter right now, right? It's like when the guy that never jokes around tells a joke. Everybody's kind of quiet for a minute, like, wait, what? What happened? Exactly. And you know what? It's a great comment that Housekeeping just made. Maybe this is step one in a new approach to community and community management that panic did not do, but Aries may be. You know, I mean, listen, when it comes down to community, and I know I've said this, I know people don't believe me, whatever. I can tell you, even this week, all right, and last week, as we're preparing our content for the upcoming arc, Aries is busting his chops. He is good. He is really good. I know you guys don't get to see it as much, but I'm telling you, I love I love Panic. I do. I love Panic as a person. I loved when he came on the show. He had a great personality. He was very entertaining. All right. But Aries is different. There's no doubt about it. He does some things better. He does other things not as good. But he is a hard worker. He is working very hard. And I feel like this could now start to be like when you're when you're in sports, all right, especially college sports, and you hire a new head coach, it takes four years for him to have his first team. It takes four years for a new coach to get his first team. I feel like we are starting to see Aries' idea and Aries' vision of community management. Man, and if this is it, I dig it. I dig it. I, I, I mm, If this was his brainchild, then I like it. All right. And, and I hope to see more of it. But Gregor's right. We're a little bit in shock. You know, it's exactly like the guy who never tells a joke. We're a little bit reeling right now. Once we get used to this, once we see what this level of hype is able to associate to as far as content. And oh, my God, I don't care. Listen, even if it was Enterprise, even if Enterprise came out, which is arguably my least favorite property. All right. If Enterprise came out as the next arc. And, and it was executed well, I'm not going to care. I'm not going to care that they did this much hype just for Enterprise because they tried the hype and the arc came out and it was executed well. The content was good. It doesn't even need to be mind-boggling to me, Gregor. Like you say, whatever TNG is, it's got to be mind-boggling. Listen, if Enterprise came out and it was just a normal arc, just like, you know, just like Exchange, uh, space, you know, was with, with the MUDs, okay? If that's all it was, and I say all it was because Stella didn't really become very apparent until later on, all right? If you go back and remember the first MUD arc that Stella came out, we were all a little bit like, what, really? Like, this This is the arc? Stella was a much more long-term thing that nobody really kind of realized until much, much later. Anyway, my point is, if we transport ourselves back to that time when we were meh with Stella, if that is even what we got in the month of May with a property like Enterprise, but this level of hype regarding, you know, whatever's been happening in the community, I feel like that is still a step in the right direction for Scopely and their community management. This has been good. And, and the community has engaged, whether you want to admit it or not. The community the, the, is engaged. The community, 
the committee is engaged and the hype is good, but also, see, the Discovery arc, like the Discovery ship is really good, but the whole arc, I mean, a lot of the implementation was bad. Even now, like the Franklin A was an excellent ship, but they messed up the whole arc by implementation problems. So even if the content is good, even if the hype is good, if they mess up the arc, they're going to lose players. I don't disagree. And you know what? I see this comment right here from Serrated, and, and I'm going to read this comment. He said, please stop hyping trash. And, and the reason I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this comment some, some credibility is not because he's calling the game trash or calling the content trash, but he's right. Scopely, hype is a very, very potent tool. All right? If you misuse it, we become desensitized. And, and the problem is with poor implementation in the past, the community is already, quote unquote, hypersensitive to technical problems. We're so frustrated with technical problems and implementation. So if something we're hypersensitive to it, Scopely, so even if something may feel small to you, it's going to feel Grand Canyon sized to us. And now, now, for the first time ever, you're hyping something for the first time ever. So our expectation now is that you're ready. You're hyping something for the very first time. Our expectation is, your attitude is, bring it on. Well, it better be ready. If they would even... I think there is a recipe for a good arc. So if you look one year back into all the problems that were there, but which were more or less fixed, and I'm talking about technical problems, mechanical problems, things like that. And if you take all the things that got at the end good, uh, good opinions from the community, you can just take those mechanics, connect them together, create a new arc using only those mechanics, add some new officers, and voila, a good arc without much problems. I guess maybe, maybe that's a, that's a recipe. Maybe they also figured out it that way, hopefully. Well, I, I hope you're right. And I hope Gregor's right. And, and I hope Ripper's right. And, and everybody that is holding our breath right now, because as Gregor indicated, I, I think that's a perfect analogy, Gregor. I am, I'm stunned. I'm kind of reeling. I'm a little bit shocked because this is nothing that we have ever seen before. And it just makes it feel bigger. And Scopely, if you're going to make something feel bigger, it had better deliver. If this is, if this is anything less than an away team's drop or the new mechanic that goes with the new building, I will be disappointed with the hype because you're right about hyping certain things. If they would have dropped the hype, hype, and this would, they'd done something like this for sarcophagus, we'd have screamed at them. But if it's the away teams and it's the new mechanic that they're doing this for now, I can see it. It's just the process has to be taken care of. I, I agree. It, there, there's, it is a process, and and but you know, here's the thing: even if they hype something, and and uh, let's go forward a year. Let's pretend that this is that this is the new way. This is the way. Let's pretend this is the way. Let's say Aries is the man, and he says, "Listen, I got all kinds of stuff in my goodie bag. We are here. It's official. 
we're going to start promoting. All right. Now, I've been screaming for that for a year and a half. Okay. I'm not going to turn it down. I'm going to say promote the hell out of everything. Let's get people excited. Let's get people engaged. Let's let people know what's coming or at least hit to it. Let's let them problem solve. Let's have some fun. Okay. I'm going to be cool with that. And even if an arc fails, even with hype. Now, guys, be objective with this. This is why Scopely doesn't like hype. Okay. Because when an arc fails, then we get super pissed. But if we, if, if hype became a standard, even if an arc fails, all right, we have to, and when I say an arc fails, it might not even be technical. It may just be something that we were not satisfied with in our expectations, what this or that. And I'm not saying it should be forgiven, but don't blame the hype. What I'm saying for this arc is that because this is the arc you chose, because now is the day that you have chosen to begin hype, it's like Schrodinger's cats or Schrodinger's dogs or whatever the heck the experiment was. If you want to train us that hype is a good thing, then it better be backed up. What was it? It was Schrodinger's dogs, right? Like you ring the bell and they started salivating because they wanted to eat. But That's Pavlov. They, Pavlov, yeah. Pavlov's Pavlov's dogs. Pa thank you, yeah. Pavlov's dogs. It was Schrodinger's cat and this poison inside a box. And until you open it, you don't know if the, if the cat is dead or not. Okay, I'm not going for that. I was going for the bell. <laughs> I'm going for the bell. All right, <clears throat> here's the thing. Today yeah, it's, it's is like day. To, yeah, to, exactly. It's crying wolf. Today is day one. If if you ring the bell, which is the hype, and you give us the the dog food, which is the arc, and it's good. We eat the dog food. Okay, the bell rings. We're now conditioned, or at least we've we've started that condition. Okay, next month, the month of June, okay, you hype, you give us the dog food, we eat, we salivate, all right, the, the food is good, you rang the bell, you're starting to condition us, okay, a year from now, you ring the bell, you do the hype, then maybe the arc doesn't land quite on two feet, it's okay, it's, it's all right, it's not the end of the world, I'm still salivating, I'm still buying into the hype, okay, but... The entire experiment is screwed. If on the very first day you ring the bell and we open up the, the, the thing and there's no dog food. Well, how am I supposed to salivate if there's no dog food? Okay. And so all I'm saying is, and, and this is just as much a warning to the community as it is to Scopely. Don't blame the hype. The hype is good. Now, Scopely, you have to deliver on the hype. There's two separate sides of this, okay? Hype is good. You'll never convince me otherwise. The hype is good. But now that we are salivating, we need the dog food, all right? And if you give us trash, then we're never going to salivate again. See where I'm going? We got to get it right. And we got to get it right for two months, three months, six months. And, and I'm here to tell you, and we'll get ready to wrap up with this. Community, tell me, <clears throat> Gregor, because you're an, an extremely intelligent guy, very objective, and very fair. If Scopely delivered perfectly on six months of arcs, six months they rang the bell, six months they run the hype, six months players are salivating. We want more. 
Six months go by. Perfect execution. And one arc, content-wise, doesn't live up to the expectation. Is this community a more forgiving community than they are today, yes or no? Absolutely. I think you can build up goodwill in the community. Not, not everybody, but I, I think the majority of the community you can build up goodwill with. If that's, that's kind of been what, what a lot of people have been <laughs> saying with, with, the, with a lot of other content problems or a lot of other arc problems is give us good months at least to build up good, goodwill that we can forgive some, some mistakes, right? Now, you guys are laughing. Blokemon says, I couldn't even get past the six months of execution. Unexiled says, it would take a strong six months to build a lot of good faith. Hero says, it's clear the community is forgiving. Look how many people even still spend, even though we've had bad experiences. The community can be forgiving, but give us a reason to be. Okay? Give us a reason to be. Now, Pew, on the other hand, is slightly unforgiving. He said, I've never played a game where they can't get events right. Well, then you haven't played very many. <laughs> because, now granted, Scopely does take it to the next level sometimes, okay? But many games have bugs. And, and my point is, if, if we got to that level, when I say perfect execution, Blokemon, I don't even mean nothing ever goes wrong. Because every game company has bugs. But there's a whole solution. Solution to bug control, good communication, timely response, okay, uh, uh, quick resolution, all right? It's easy to mess something up, but when you respond to the player's needs and you respond in, in a way that's not greedy and you respond in a way that's even considered generous, right, then things go well, all right? The community is forgiving of a bug. I mean, let me go back. Do you guys remember when they first started issuing compensation chests here probably about six, eight months ago? Like, really? Like, before, it was something silly. But when they started actually doing, like, real compensation chests, do you guys remember what the community said? Like, hey, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. That means we're going to get a chest. Do you remember, Gregor, people saying that on the Discord? Like, hey, no yep. big deal. We're going to get a chest. All right? We haven't said that in a little while, Scopely. All right, because for a minute there, you were managing your bugs as players were satisfied with. Even if it was a bad bug, everyone was joking, be like, well, that's okay. We're going to get a compensation chest. All right, I don't mind. We're going to get a compensation chest. People were satisfied with your level of compensation there for a little while. Okay, we seem to have backed off that a little bit, and I can see why. Okay, I can see why from the community's perspective, because the compensation has not been as good. The communication has not been quite as good. Okay, so there are there are very fine tuned and balanced ways of doing things. And, and when I say perfect execution, Blokemon, I don't mean perfect, flawless, 100 percent as scheduled as planned, because I do firmly believe that's impossible. Okay, I do believe that that is impossible from a tech company. Gregor, you work in a tech field. Is it likely, I'm going to say, is it likely that you can, for example, the project you're working on right now, I don't know what that noise is. Somebody please take care of it. Gregor, the, no, the, the project that you're working on right now, is it likely that even you at the top 
a genius in your own business, in your own industry, is it likely that your deployment is going to happen without something cropping up that was not planned? No. No, definitely not. Okay. Guys, all I'm, all I'm saying to the community is don't blame the hype. Be understanding when things happen. Community, the same warning goes to you. Be quick to respond. Be generous with your player base. Seek their approval. And you're doing it wrong. Serrated, you have no idea what I do, but that's cool. <laughs> Serrated. Yeah, I, I listen, I gave some I gave some credibility to your comment. Don't don't be ignorant now. <laughs> okay. Listen, in, in tech, all right, and anybody in here, listen, V ready, don't you work in tech? Pretty sure you work in tech, right? Blue, you work in tech. No, All right. I'm, I'm I do oh, okay. work in tech and we do deployments sometimes multiple times per day and they go okay, they go fine, but sometimes yeah, but there there was a, most of the times but it cost us few years to get from the point where like deployments were like once per half year to a point where we can deploy multiple times per day and everything's working and a lot of investment well that's that's kind of my point things can happen but you got to be prepared so scopely your community is enjoying the hype for the first time ever all they're simply saying is let's Let's tell, buddy, you got, you got a few days before your maintenance. Maybe we should spend one more day triple and quadruple checking everything. Just, I mean, just, just to make sure, right? I mean, what's the worst that can happen, right? In the, in the old saying, Gregor, another set of eyes is never a bad thing. Let's just make sure that, that it goes right. And look what's happening right now in the chat, all right? A Fox says, yes, stuff happens, Okay. Bugs happen. Look here, Devon, no launch deployment goes perfectly. Okay. Your community understands that bugs can happen. We are looking to you for your reply. We're looking to you for your solution. And we're looking to you for your design. Okay. Well, and, and for God's sake, just run your metrics by the people that play your game. Like your, your people that have signed non-disclosure agreements, just let them see like, the milestones. Let them see the payouts. Let player them advisory the panel. <laughs> I love it. The player advisory panel still has life. All right. I mean, that's that's thing. That's a thing because Scopely, listen, the design has not been terribly bad. We come back to what Big and Gregor said at the very beginning of this episode, and we'll wrap up with this. It comes down to the implementation of the arc, which consists of what Gregor these three items that we complain about time in and again. Points, payouts, milestones. Points, payouts, and milestones. I mean, that, that's going to end up being a song. We're going we're gonna to make it into a song. Points, payouts, and milestones. Your community is not an unforgiving village of, of robots, okay? It's not. We understand that, that a bug fix can introduce two other bugs. All right? We get that. DJ. Just, just stay on top of it and be with us. Want the same things as your consumers. And, and I, think, I think that's where things, things get lost a little bit. Be a player. When you're designing this game, be a player. Go ahead, uh, with, uh, go ahead with the final word there, caller. Uh, DJ, I, I think we're all, you know, hoping for the best. But some of these problems can be fixed so easily 
and I know big countries said it a lot, is the disconnect. If you had more information, you're under contract, you can't spill it, but at least when you release the video, there's not confusion about how the, 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 the arc works or how the events work or, hey, with the Franklin A, you know, you got to do this. Uh, I think you brought up a good point about uh, turning your materials in for material number two and that if you only turn in one chest a day, it will unlock da-da-da-da-da because if you turn in six uh, chests a day, you're not going to be able to get to that milestone. So that makes people upset that now they have to pay to play and the free-to-play players that, you know, they just feel like, oh, the whales get everything. And, you know, if they gave you guys more information so you can give it to the community so we understand, because I can't tell you how many times in my alliance and on my Discord, I'm like, guys, don't do that. Didn't you know? And they're like, no, I didn't know that because not everybody's IQ in this game is, depending on how long you've been playing, uh, is as high as yours, or especially you guys who get all the content. You know, they need to improve the disconnect between the players, but mainly the player, the big players that play the game for since beta and you content content creator. Not not only that, but to expand on that, I'm going to take it one step further. Uh, and and as Gregor uh, has has put, it comes down to the to the design as well. Um, if you know, I and I have I've been begging for this. I've been begging for this. And and, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's something that, uh, you know, Aries can can breathe new life into because I, I struggled getting getting motion on this. And and maybe maybe Aries is now maybe we're starting to see Aries version of community management and maybe he will be something uh, it was of a force in working with the player advisory panel. I want I mean, and I have asked I have asked and as of this moment, it has not been granted, but I have asked for advanced review opportunities on milestones and rewards and objectives for literally every single event. And I and I've and listen, it's not been a demand. It's it's been very friendly. Hey, listen, I'm willing to I'm willing to help. You know, if if you want somebody to bounce ideas off of, you know, do you care if I take a quick glance at your milestones just to make sure? Yada yada yada. And I, and I haven't been taken up on that particular piece of it. Okay. Now they're talking, they're grant, you know, they're bouncing ideas. They're bouncing ideas for mechanics and, and listen, the amount of communication that's gone back and forth has been great. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's been far better than anything in the past, but I'm still looking for just that little bit more. I'm still looking for, for that final proofread. And I think, and, and I've said it before, I think Scopely could avoid a lot of negative sentiment by being proactive as compared to reactive. And ladies uh, and gentlemen, DJ, I, I would like to uh, add something more because I was like uh, working with uh, with a game dev for a while, and we all we all probably know that uh, that Scopely is using something which is called Scrum or Agile, and they are having those sprints and they are having those sprints reviews, and it's a point where we can invite all the people in company but also for example content creators on their ndas and show them the new characters the new ships the new mechanics the new ideas and like use this like one two three hours preview of what is coming get the feedback implement the feedback back to to the product and then release it 
with all the comments that can come from 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 the content creators or anybody and it's always better to see the working product which you can play which you can check which you can touch than just the script how it's going to work because not everything can be read from script maybe you guys can use this 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 idea to to convince them to invite you for those print reviews where you can touch it, love it. You can see when you can feedback it I would love it. Listen, I've told Scopely I'd literally work for him for free. I know Ripper has too. <laughs> so <laughs> I know Ripper has too. He's like, listen, I will give you my time. I will literally work 40 hours a week for nothing. And, and isn't that the kind of passion that you want from somebody who's working on your product, that, that you've got people willing to put in hours? Farty, I, I know I've said this a gazillion times. I don't know if you're still with us because it's a weird time for you. You've said this, we've said this a million times. You put in more hours into your LCARS project in a week than most people do in their full-time jobs. True or false? True. Very true. I could say the same thing for Ripper. I could say the same thing for most of the content creators. And even for that fact, a lot of the moderators. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. You got people, you got a workforce, Scopely. <laughs> You've got an entire workforce that have volunteered to help you make this game better. Please, for the love of criminy, take us up on it. All right. And I'm just going to, I'm going to wrap up with this. This is my final thought. I'm going to wrap up here. Then I'm going to give you a hint and we're going to sign immediately off the air. I want no more, <laughs> no more conjecture. I'm going to say this. I don't care what the next property is. I love the hype. I love the hype. I don't care if it's TNG. I don't care if it's Enterprise. I don't care if it's Voyager. I don't care if it's Lower Decks. All right? I just want a good, solid arc and good implementation. But I will say this. I will say this. A lot of people have mentioned it in the chat here today, and a lot of people have mentioned it in the voice. If it would be just if it's TNG, if that's next, it is the most iconic property you have at your disposal. Scopely needs to be generous. You need to recognize the mag the, the magnanimous. I, I don't even know. I can't even put it into words. You have to recognize the enormity that is the next generation. If this is what's coming, and I don't care if it's a year from now. Listen to me, Scopely. I don't care if it's six months from now, a year from now, next month, or 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 two years from now. Whenever you decide to do that property. It is the one. It's the one that we all fell in love with. It's the reason 70% of us are Trekkies. It brought us in. It introduced us to the, to the, to the property, to the content, to, to the entire Star Trek franchise. It needs to be cool. It needs to be never before seen. It needs to be uh, new mechanics and something so wildly creative and ingenious and the execution has to be flawless. The, the events have to be right. Because this is messing with, with our, our hearts and our childhoods. This TV show made it onto the air, what, 30-some years ago? 30, almost 40 years ago was the very first episode, I think. Maybe I'm, not, maybe I'm wrong. I, yeah, that was in the 80s. Right? That wasn't the first episode in like 88, 89? I don't remember. Anyway, this is what we grew up with. This is like taking the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie and putting Megan Fox in it. You ruined it. Don't ruin TNG. This is what we 
grew up with. This is what we treasure most from our early Trek fan days. I hope that you treat it with the reverence that it deserves. We talked about this when TOS came out, original prime TOS. We talked about the reverence that Spock may not have gotten. Do not make the same mistake twice, please. Spock didn't get the love he should have gotten. He got great artwork, and he got a boob. But his officer ability, his captain's maneuver in the game, his function in the game was not deserving of the character. I know it's impossible to take an entire cast and make them all epic officers. I get that. But there is a reverence in which this property can be handled. And when you're ready, if and when you are ready, I hope that it is double, triple, and quadruple checked and, and that it is your best arc ever. I wish that for you. I wish that for the players. And with that, I will close. Thank you, everybody, for being here. I appreciate you guys being here. I wanted to read a comment. This was a great comment. Thank you so much. Uh, Captain Jack says, hey, very new to the channel. Just wanted to say how much I enjoy listening to the podcast while working. This is fantastic. More Steakhouse or Gay Bar Games. It's so funny. Thank you. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Captain Jack. You are the man. You're the reason that we're here. Gregor, you're the reason that we do this. Ripper, you're the reason. And Big Country, you're the reason that we do this because you guys are so amazing. You guys, this community is something. You know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you this real quick. No, I haven't given the hint yet. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm just kind of saying goodbye because I'm going to give you the hint, and then that's it. I'm cutting you off, so I'm closing out right now. I'm going to say this, uh, and this was pertaining to content creation, of course, um, but it, it, it holds true to the community. We're all here. We're all together because we love this, and we love this property and, and this and that. And the comment that Snake Eyes had made to me, spoke to me as a content creator. As a matter of fact, right, uh, Farty and Ripper, we even literally actually touched on this in the content creator's room this morning. Nobody, I believe, nobody right now within the moderator or content creator program, anybody who's volunteering, nobody <laughs> is in it for the money because there is none. All right, for the content creators, there's a little bit, yes. All right, but... We have seen time and time again, even in our own content, that we don't pay wall anything. We did, actually. We started. We tried that a long time ago, and both Snake Eyes and I were kind of like, you know, we don't actually feel quite right about this. So we took the podcast. We removed the gold, and we just said, hey, listen, if you want to give, then feel free to give. But we're not going to lock the content. The content is free for all. All right? And crazy enough, we have more patrons now today than we ever had before. Thank you, community, because you love Star Trek, because you love this game or, or want the game to be better or want to learn how to be better within the game. That's why you're here, and I thank you for it. We have no, we, we have no purpose without community and, and players like Big Country and Gregor and Ripper and Fartasia all right, and Stevens Aaron and Truck and Chick and Wicked Witch, all these people who work so hard for this show behind the scenes. They, why we do it. Thank you guys so very, very much. I am going to leave you now with your final hint 
between the arcs. The very last one before maintenance comes on Tuesday. And as I joked earlier, it is equally as twisty. <laughs> it's equally as, as thought-provoking. All right. Uh, here we go. Mic check. One, two. Last call. Here we go. Your hint, your final hint. Heading into the May arc. Homework, quizzes, assignments, and tests. These are all important for students' good grades. This new feature calls for the best of the best to earn you the best and the most accolades. And there it is. I'll read it to you one more time. Homework, quizzes, assignments, and tests are all important for a student's good grades. This new feature calls for the best of the best to earn you the best and the most accolades. I hope you enjoy the hint. I look forward to seeing you on ARC launch day and be ready to answer the question that you ask every single ARC. We will be doing so much content, so much content. We will have an ARC fall video at the beginning of maintenance at 4 a.m. Eastern time. We will be launching a second video probably near the end of maintenance. I'm going to guess probably around 7 a.m., maybe, maybe slightly earlier, a second video around 7 a.m. towards the end of maintenance. And, of course, as always, talking in cars with DJs with the ARC Introduction podcast. The Q&A will happen at approximately 8 a.m. Eastern time. A ton of content that is coming. We've got a third video planned for Wednesday at Event Reset. And then, of course, our traditional in-studio broadcast of the Talking Trek podcast Wednesday afternoon. A total of five pieces of content jammed within a 36-hour period. Ladies and gentlemen, lot is coming. And it might be my eternal optimism, but I am excited. And I hope that you share in the excitement. And more importantly, Scopely, don't make me look like a goofball. Give these players a reason to be excited. Give these players a reason to be happy. Let's break the trend and deliver an arc with a rating of A+. I'm excited for it, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. My name is Ultimate DJs. Please visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online, TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you will find a link to our YouTube channel. You definitely want to bookmark that coming up here in what? Gosh, 48 hours? Not even? Less than 48 hours, you're going to want to be tuned in to our YouTube channel. Plus, watch our website for announcements. Watch here in Discord for announcements regarding a coming uh, podcast impromptu episodes of Talking in Cars with DJs, and much more content to come. If you feel so moved, join our patron program, as we were just talking about a few moments ago. Absolutely no benefits come with it at all, <laughs> except for a color. We do make you gold in our Discord, uh, but we thank you. And that is the biggest benefit, uh, is that you know you're contributing to something worthwhile, and we thank you, and we genuinely and humbly mean it. Thank you so much for all who have supported. Of course, I don't have the list with me here in the car, but thank you to all of our gold patrons who keep 
the lights on around here. Again, thank you to our executive producer, Snake Eyes, our technical engineer today, Stephen Zarin, our moderators, Stephen Zarin, Trek and Chick, and Wicked Witch, our Talking Trek contributors, Big Country, Gregor, and Ripper. Also, thanks to our special guest today, Fartasia, for being here. Uh, thank you so very much for the work that you do, my friend. Please be sure to visit the Elkars 2.0 Discord, where there is also a PayPal and patron link there for you to support the efforts that they do at Elkars 2.0. With that, this is an episode of Talking in Cars with DJs recorded in an actual vehicle on the road and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across all platforms where you hear your favorite podcast. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll see you Tuesday morning. Love you, mean it. See you later. Bye-bye.